I'm excited to announce that we are now on Patreon. So check us out at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. And usually when we get triggered into anger by little things, that's because there's so much weight in our vibrational basement. There's so much stuff down there that we haven't really worked on that just is it's expressing itself. It's sort of getting out however it can. Welcome to the Stream of David podcast. I am here with Nicole and Wendy. You probably know both of them. They've both been on before. Uh, Wendy is a graduate of Taya Boot Camp, and Wendy actually helps out uh, in the business quite a bit. And uh, Nicole is a graduate of Taya Boot Camp and a member of Taya Mastery. Uh, we refer to them as Taya Masters, although it, uh, the, the one thing about Taya is that we don't master it. <laughs> it's a practice, so we don't master it. And mm-hmm. if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what in the hell we're talking about with Taya, Taya is a mindset practice that we practice, which is the practical application of the streams teachings uh, that stands for trust your abundance. And the stream is source consciousness that I channel for humanity. So that's all. <laughs> And we like to make light of it because uh, I I have found that the energetic realm is a very simple place. Uh, It isn't as complex as we like to make it out to be. Universal law is very simple. Uh, What we refer to as the matrix very often, which is the collective consciousness belief system of humanity, that's complex. That's rife with ego and fear and judgment and politics and religion and all of those things that trigger us, which brings us to our topic we're going to dig into triggers. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yay. <laughs> so what, what current triggers are, are you seeing out there? Oh, where do we start? Um, at the time that we're recording right now, there's um, the topic of Roe versus Wade and um, what's uh, that's happening in the United States, uh, abortion laws. And yeah, it's an understatement to say that people are triggered right now. They're frightened, they're angry, uh, enraged. Uh, yeah, and everyone seems to have an opinion on it. And I'm just, um, I'm in Canada, so, but it still has uh, a ripple effect here as well. So it's really interesting to watch the reactions. And it got me thinking about triggers. Uh, anytime you listen to a podcast, you, or a broadcast of any kind, if you go on social media, they often have content warnings or trigger warnings, which will warn people ahead of the, okay, there's a topic here that's going to be mentioned that might make people uncomfortable. So it got me thinking, you know, how we, how we, how do we get triggered? Why do we get triggered? And how can we make the best of it? instead of you know turning something off or avoiding it to treat triggers like an invitation to dig deeper I, I love that I love that because you you had mentioned that to me uh, a couple of weeks ago and at the beginning of last week's podcast I said I, I said that here's your trigger warning we are looking to maybe trigger you because when you're triggered by something that's a clear sign that there's something there for you to explore and there's something there ultimately for you to heal. And our society seems to be moving in this direction of don't be triggered. Warning, this is going to trigger you. So turn it off because you can't be triggered. You're never supposed to be triggered. You know, all this, uh, you know, things are being, you know, people are being traumatized because, you know, they're, they're hearing someone else's opinion that uh, triggers them in some way, or even the ones that they don't agree with. 
It's, it's interesting. So in this podcast, we seek to explore all of it. Nothing's off limits. All of it, all of it, all of it. Nothing's off limits. We are all about detuning fear and judgment in this practice. The stream is, is all about guiding us to that. So Nicole, what are your thoughts on triggers to, to kind of tee this conversation up before we bring in the stream? Yeah, I am so excited to be having this conversation because I feel like at this point in time in history and just where we are collectively um, and spiritual seekers, like I agree with Wendy 100%. Why not be triggered? Why not take a look at that and work through it? I really also feel like the media for the past two years since COVID started was like, um, you know, trauma, 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 COVID cases dying, people dying and just shoving trauma in your face. And then it keeps, for me, trauma and triggers used to keep me stuck and frozen. And I get that because we're in time in the matrix. But um, so I just feel like this conversation as a whole is so needed and to assure people, at least for me with the Taya tools, that I'm like here having the podcast conversation with you all and like in a really good space like I'm not allowing everything to go on to affect my day-to-day -day life especially with my daughter like I can go there I can absolutely go there in a heartbeat but that doesn't have to be an option for me today love it I love yeah. it and the the tie-up practice is all about like I said detuning fear and judgment so when I see something that used to trigger me I don't get triggered by much of anything anymore and when I do I love it because yeah. that right there tells me, gosh, there's something in my vibrational basement that I want to detune because yeah. our triggers are learned behavior. That means we chose them, we created them, and there's still judgment present if we're being triggered. So if we're systematically detuning fear and judgment for our lives, which the end result of that, I shouldn't say the end result, the effect of that is an ever increasing default vibration. And uh, the result of an ever-increasing default vibration is a better and better life. So it's a, it's, it, you're always improving your operating system, your belief system for your life, which improves your life when you have a practice that allows you to detune fear and judgment all the time, just naturally. Oh, that sparked a little fear. That sparked a little judgment. That triggered me a little bit. What's that about? Let me go in and detune that so that I never have to deal with it again. And the good thing is, is that you can have things that have been existing in your vibrational basement for decades, because we see that, right? We see people that come into boot camp, especially, and they're, you know, 50, 60, 70 years old sometimes, and they have all this stuff they've been carrying since three, four, five years of age, and it's created triggers for them. And then we have a process that we teach that detunes that, and they're never triggered again. And it, it's very possible for all of us. So we can detune the triggers and not suffer in our judgment that creates the trigger. Right, and I don't know that society wants us to know that we have the power to not be triggered or traumatized again, because it's like, uh, I feel like it's been a fear model that they've used and, you know, maybe more people are starting to wake up and that's why there's the contrast of all this backlash. But um, I mean, how amazing is life when you can like know that the trauma and the trigger are manageable and can heal from it at any point in time. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the being able to move through life fearlessly mm. is so magical Yes. because we do have this matrix and, and we speak about the matrix a lot lately. The stream is speaking about it a lot lately. The matrix is the collective consciousness of humanity. 
and it's it's the operating system that humanity runs on and you see it expressing itself in different ways depending on culture and class and, and age and all of that sort of thing but at the the root of it is fear and judgment feeding your ego here's this thing that you're supposed to be this is what you're supposed to look like this is the car you're supposed to drive this is the income you're supposed to have this is what happiness is this is what crushing life looks like um, you know you're not supposed to experience all of these things and if you're experiencing these things you should be suffering in the wrongness of it and not only that, you are also supposed to judge the experience of others and want to save others from their own journey. Yeah. That's the matrix. So it's, it's observing the matrix without falling back into judging it. Mm -hmm. And that's the trick because when you start doing this work, and this happens in spiritual practices a lot, people get into spiritual practices, they have sort of an awakening experience they really start to see wor the world differently. And we hear things like, yeah, I went from 3D to 5D or 12D or whatever. And you know, I, I'm up there now. I'm, I'm above everybody else because I'm up there. I'm awake. Uh, I see you know, how humanity is creating its own suffering. I understand what the purpose of uh, life is. But when you start getting back into that ego-driven judgment around all of that, I believe you're getting right back into the matrix. Because part of being out of the matrix and part of living a more source aligned life is not judging appreciating in fact appreciating that there are people that are struggling or suffering in the matrix appreciating that there are people that are thriving in the matrix they are right everyone else is wrong i'm the best i'm the smartest i'm right you're wrong i'm brilliant and you're dumb and th that's exactly their operating system and it's exactly the experience their soul came here to have and so finding appreciation for that is the real key to staying out of the matrix. Because when you get back into that judgment zone, you're right back in it. You're part of it. So uh, easy. Yeah. So, you know, some days are better than others. You'll feel that little pull of, oh, this is, this is wrong. And I should fight back against this. And, you know, I got to come up with a counter argument and you start to feel your blood boil. You got to let that go. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. good. It's good for your mind. It's good for your blood pressure. And it takes practice. It does take work, but when it starts, when you start to start to see the results, yeah, absolutely. Life does get better, better, easier. Yeah. Yeah. And life, I was, I was describing my day yesterday because I started out with a really great meditation and I went way up my spiral and yesterday was just this magic carpet ride all day long. I just was laughing at how wonderful everything was just flowing and working out. And, and we can all do that. We all have the tools within us to find a path to that and going, because we operate in polarity. So we're, we're moving through vibrational flow. We talk about that a lot on here. That's why there are days that we're up and there are days that we're down. And I don't believe that we can solve that. The stream says that, but we can absolutely solve how we respond to the low vibration period. When you, when you bump into the wall first thing in the morning, and then, you know, that just sets off this chain reaction of, well, this day sucks. And I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And one thing after the other, it's because you judge that very first low vibration thing as this is wrong. This shouldn't be, I shouldn't have done that. I'm so angry right now. And we get triggered. And usually when we get triggered into anger by little things, that's because there's so much weight in our vibrational basement. There's so much stuff down there that we haven't really worked on that just is it's expressing itself. It's sort of getting out however it can. You know, yeah. that little thing, you know, when I used to work with the general public, 
more like in a retail environment, you know, something would go wrong with somebody's order and they would just explode. And we, we used to teach in training that, you know, usually it's not even about this or about you. It's about the 10 other things that happen in the day. And then you're the target that's receiving it because they finally had a place where they felt comfortable blowing up. Right. In a retail environment, people give themselves permission to act that way because they're the customer and they've been taught the customer is always right. And a lot of times retail people get abused because of that, because people feel like they can you know, act however they want. And usually those big blowups, though, are rooted somewhere else. And I was a, a fairly high level manager in a retail organization. And I would always talk to the consumer, you know, three or four people in, you know, if they still weren't happy or they were you know, really wanting to escalate something. And by the time I got to them, they had calmed down usually, and they weren't so angry anymore. Or if they were still angry, we got to the root of it. And usually it had nothing to do with the company or the order or any of those things. It was something else. It was usually, you don't understand, I'm taking care of my you know, dying mother right now, and it's so heavy on me, and this is wrong, and that's wrong. And so you realize that we're just the target for all of that other baggage that's existing in their vibrational basement. That, I, I think that we all do that in some ways until we start clearing that vibrational basement out so that we don't have all the triggers that we used to have. And when you learn the practice, you get to a place where the trigger is a gift, right? Mm -hmm. I agree. <laughs> sometimes you can play with it. And sometimes I'm not in the mood to play with it. And I'm like, okay, I'm allowing myself to be down the spiral right now and feel my feelings and get tied into that matrixy feel. And um, I mean, it happened to me probably a couple nights ago. And I feel like with this practice, it's like, that's the only way I know how to handle the trigger um, that does that to me. It's like, go do a low thought activity. And I started cleaning and then I had a super productive night and it was just like, okay, that was actually fun. And it really worked out for me. Got my brain decluttering. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's almost like, yeah, physical decluttering. You, you oh, yeah. take a look around and you're like, why, why is this here? Like, and it's been there for years. There's a layer of dust on it. And it's like, you know, when you get rid of it, you, you start to breathe easier and, you know, you, you just had needs a little bit of awareness. Yeah. You just, yeah. Take a walk around your, take around, take a walk around your basement and you'll be surprised what you'll find. It's, 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 it's a very fun ex exercise if you allow it. I love the vibrational basement because I think it makes sense to everyone that they've all got this baggage, this stuff that's down there. And maybe you don't go down there very often and turn the lights on and really look at what's there. But the issue there is, is that it's always there. That's the stuff that's running in your subconscious mind waiting to be triggered. And I have found that when you're triggered, when I'm triggered, I'm already DTS to begin with, or I wouldn't be triggered in the first place. Mm -hmm. I'm already a little low on the vibrational spiral and this thing comes along. I wouldn't have even encountered the thing if I'd been up my spiral, but it's okay to not be up your spiral. We all go down sometimes because we're in vibrational flow. So we go down our spiral, we get triggered. And the difference between someone practicing Taya and most other people, I think, is that most people, when you get triggered, you want to get out of the trigger. And eventually, time is just going to pull you out of the trigger. You know, that, 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 that awful feeling of being uh, plummeting emotionally and then being down in the muck for a moment, that always subsides because, again, polarity is going to pull you out of that, just like it dragged you into it. So when polarity pulls you out of it, usually what people want to do is forget all about the trigger. 
let's not think about that. Let's not talk about that. Let's look forward. Let's get back up our spiral. Let's get back to you know happier times. Okay. And this happens for little things and big things. Big topics operate like that too. That's why a lot of things don't get solved. That's why things like school shootings and you know things like that just keep reoccurring because that's that's a vibration, a low vibration that is is living on in the avoidance of it and the judgment of it. When you just judge and don't find understanding of it, then you don't solve it. We talk about appreciation a lot, but when we say appreciation, we really mean deep understanding. When you understand that, when you understand something so deeply that you can no longer judge it, that's appreciation. That's not necessarily celebration, but going into deep understanding of, okay, why do school shootings happen and how can they really be uh, prevented in the future? And, you know, that instead of demonizing, because every time something like that happens, what happens? Uh, you know, one political party comes out and says, this is about guns and we need to stop guns. And the other political party says, no, this is a mental health thing that, you right. know, you know, there would just be another uh, tool to use if it wasn't a gun. And then it just goes round and round and round. And that topic never gets solved because it's all judgment, yep. left and right judgment without any solution, without any appreciation, meaning understanding. Let's understand why these things happen and let's work on removing the reasons that they happen. And that's why they don't get solved. And that that's true in our lives. You know, we're not trying to necessarily solve. I think this practice would solve every problem in the world ultimately, but we would just create more. So that's okay. But in your life, the things that keep reoccurring that are unwanted are all a result of things that are in your vibrational basement. So your triggers are a fantastic illumination of those things. And when that, that trigger illuminates the thing where Taya is different than, than humanity's operating system in the matrix is we first want to go up our spiral in appreciating that we've been triggered. Wow, this is, I've been triggered. You know, this feels like crap. I don't like being down here. I've been triggered. But instead of being down here in the muck, I'm going to find the only appreciation that's available to me. Because when you're in that low vibrational space, you don't have the same tools available that you have when you're up. You just don't. You're not the same person. That's why we behave differently when we're in low vibration than we do when we're in high vibration. So down there in the muck, the very best that you can muster very often is I'm just appreciating the fact that I now know that I have a trigger. And maybe it's one that I already knew that I had. And here it is popping up again. And now that I know what the trigger is, I'm going to appreciate it because my appreciation of it's going to take me out of the muck and I'm going to work my way up vibrationally. And then I'm going to turn and look back instead of forgetting it and avoiding it and moving on. I want to solve this trigger right. once and for all. I'm going to look back at it. I'm going to dive into it. Yeah. Cause I feel like this ties into the other topic of spiritual bypassing. I had done that for so long and kind of was unaware of it until I got into Taya that I was like totally bypassing stuff. And that's why I was being presented with the same situations over and over and not really healing stuff. And so, um, oh, that was huge for me. Now, David, uh, for our listeners, uh, could you just give us a quick uh, definition of spiritual bypassing in case they don't know what it is? It's, it's an interesting one. Yeah, I, my definition of spiritual bypassing is people that get into spiritual teachings and practices that tell you to just be happy, get happy all the time, all love and light. And we've probably all encountered somebody who is 
always putting on that smiling facade of everything's okay and everything's happy, even though when you, you know that it's not. They're not allowing themselves to go down and have the lower vibrational experience because low vibration is bad. You've got to be in high vibration. You've got to be aligned with source and then you get everything that you want. There's a lot of teachings out there that are like that, especially around very popular law of attraction teachings. And the thing about that is, is that it's true that when you're up your spiral in high vibration, life goes very well. We talk about raising your default vibration with the Taya practice. That's a, that's a function of it. But if you, I, I do see that that's a popular idea, just get happy, just get happy, just get happy. But then people don't allow themselves to work on the things that are in their vibrational basement because they're afraid to. I can't go into that low vibe. I can't be around that low vibe person. You hear that. Oh, they're low vibe. I can't be around them. I'm a high vibe spiritualist. I can't do that. I've got to be over here, you know, meditating all day. And I can't associate with anyone that isn't like me. And I don't want to you know, deal with anything that is low vibe at all. I'm just a high vibe. I used to have somebody uh, when I first moved to San Francisco we had an employee that would call out during Mercury retrograde every time she would, nope, can't come to work, can't leave the house. I'm like, really? You can't leave the house? Well, no, no, you know, everything's going to go awry. But yet the whole world is continuing to function while Mercury is in retrograde. And yeah. maybe it does cause some, some disruptions and things like that. I'm sure it does. But if you're looking for that, then that's your experience. And if you are only allowing yourself to have the high vibe stuff, that's spiritual bypassing. You're bypassing your own humanity or your own human journey because somebody has taught you some version of spirituality that means you're always supposed to be up and never have a down experience. But the down we know is, is where we create. We, we create and expand in our unwanted experiences. We all do. And we, the, the interesting thing about that is that we all have these experiences in our lives that we can look back and say, gosh, I grew so much through that adversity, through that, that I mean, a triumph through adversity is our favorite thing, right? I, I expanded so much. Maybe they don't say expanded, but, you know, I learned so much from that experience. And there are things that you can look back on positively. Gosh, that was a great experience for me. And there are things that you can judge. I have learned to remove judgment from all of my experiences. And in doing so, find appreciation for them and release the triggers that they create and release the abundance blocks. That's the big one. You know, we, we talk in Taya about these walls that we create of never again. That's an abundance block. Yeah. Someone starts a business and it fails and they lose all their money and they have two choices. They can do it again and again and again and again yeah. until they're successful. And we know lots of successful people that live that way. And they'll say, you know, you, you read about the one success, but you don't read about the 15 failures that came before that. But, you know, you know, this overnight success was not overnight. It never is. But if you choose to throw in the towel and quit and just go back to working for other people, even if it's not what you truly want to do, then you, you've built that wall of never again. Well, I'll never do that again. I started my own business and, you know, bankrupted myself and, you know, it was painful. Well, you have two choices. You can learn from that and get better and not do the things that you did that maybe led you down that path, you know, the next time, or you can just quit and give up and then live this life of the sort of dull compliance with what the matrix tells you you're supposed to do. I feel like we could talk about this for hours because the whole never again program for me, I mean, I use that as an excuse all the time. It then is all about judgment and shame anyway. And then 
being in that never again vibe just creates more situations because it keeps you stuck down in the spiral and then you are constantly met with never again. So like, it's all so amazing. I love the diet practice because if it hadn't been for learning about spiritual bypassing, like never again has not been in my vocabulary. I mean, for some stuff and now I'm more aware of it, but that used to be my go-to phrase all the time. Yeah. Never again. That's an abundance block. And, and we all create them in different ways that I'm never going to get in a relationship again. I'm never going to, you know, whatever it is, I'll never do it again because I suffered, but we are always going to suffer in something because anything that we're judging, we're creating suffering in it until you learn to not create suffering judgment anymore. You're going to have suffering. So let's take a break and bring the stream in so that you can ask your questions. I know you have questions for the stream and uh, we'll be right back with the stream. If you're interested in making the Taya practice your new way of life, listen to what a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. It's not an easy process, but it's really, it's really worthwhile. I think that there's a reason that so few people in our society really dig into this kind of work because it's, it's not easy. It's, it's easier to just watch Netflix or go to movies or watch baseball games or whatever. But this sort of work is really rewarding. And I feel like there's, um, there's a lot of value in it. I could say that every single topic I intended to improve has improved substantially. Uh, and so it was totally worth it. They transform their lives with a new operating system and so can you. Click the link in the show notes and book your free, no obligation, Taya Bootcamp discovery session today. Now back to the show. Beer on the topic of triggers today, things that set us off can cause anger or fear or embarrassment, you know, any, all, all kinds of nasty things. And we just wanted your guidance on why people get triggered and how can we detune them? Could you give us a little bit of a overview? We will begin with sharing that Every aspect of your vibrational journey is a reflection of the perfection of the universal process of creation. You all move through vibrational flow. So you're all moving up and down vibrationally all the time. And while you're in physical, you, you have this human aspect that we refer to as your, your ego. And your ego's reaction to your vibrational journey up and down the spiral, if you will, through vibrational flow, that creates your reality. That creates your, your human life experience. Because what happens is when you as an eternal being seek expansion, you will align with a set of circumstances and project into a physical environment. In this case, the, the earth environment as a human being. And understand that you chose the path that you're on vibrationally from your eternal perspective. In your eternal perspective, you are non-judgmental because you are of source. You, you are part of us. We are part of you. We do not judge and the eternal part of you does not judge, but you are consciously projecting into a polarized environment and acquiring a, a human consciousness and ego 
that will overshadow that larger portion of you so that you can have your unique human journey. And your unique human journey is going to be one of expansion. And that expansion is going to be created in your moving up and down your spiral and allowing your ego to observe the earth environment and thus discern preferences that you wish to experience, things that you wish to be and do and have. And also your ego and your lower vibrational flow is, is going to focus on some unwanted things to attract those very unwanted things into your paths. And by attracting those unwanted things into your paths, you are allowing yourselves an opportunity to solve them, to expand through the experiencing of them. The solving could be as simple as viewing it differently and changing your emotions ar around the memory of it, all the way to full-blown healing and solving and changing and building new things that solve these problems. The solving of your obstacles creates expansion and that expansion impacts your human journey. The, the, the longer you live and the more you allow yourselves to learn and notice that the, the times that you learn and joy expand you and you notice that expansion more and the times that you experience things that you do not appreciate, as long as you're not appreciating them, as long as you are demonizing them, you are not receiving the expansion that you came for in that experience. And this creates all of this baggage that you carry around. A certain degree of that baggage, again, is universal design. The universal design for you to carry some things through your lifetime that are challenging, that are painful, that do recreate some scenarios, sometimes escalating scenarios. And these escalating scenarios are offering you bigger and bigger opportunities to solve and thus expand. Think of, think of some things in your lives that you suffered with and suffered with and suffered with and judged and judged and judged, and they got bigger and bigger and bigger. And finally, they reached a point of intensity where you could no longer take it and you, you had to find a solution. And when you finally found that solution, you count it as one of the most expansive experiences in your lifetime. And that expansion absolutely makes you a, a, an expanded being even in your human form, which is just a reflection of, of your, your eternal form. But that's also contributing to your eternal expansion. And your eternal expansion, you becoming a more sophisticated version of you through your experiences, that contributes to our expansion. That contributes to universal expansion. It is all the same. So when you speak to triggers, what you're speaking to is your ego's judgment of experiences create these abundance blocks that you all carry along with you. Some of you have more than others, certainly, and they can all be detuned because they are absolutely your own creation. That, that the vibration of this should not be or the vibration of this was wrong and should not have happened to me. Those judgment-based vibrations as long as that judgment is there, that abundance block is going to be there. And very often when you move through vibrational flow, you will find yourselves experiencing things that trigger the memory of the abundance block of what created the abundance block. And it will, you will find yourselves plummeting down your spiral. 
And that fast drop from perhaps a, a, a zero or a negative two to a negative 10 to a negative 15, if you were measuring your spiral, feels very uncomfortable, very, very uncomfortable. And that uncomfortable feeling is your being's warning sign that you are separating from source. Your source being is a source of joy, period. Joy without judgment, joy without fear, joy without limitation. And it's available to all of you. But you have this human created matrix of consciousness that you all operate on. And there's nothing wrong with the matrix. Humanity's creation of a matrix of consciousness created humanity's expansion. So that matrix of consciousness that creates your triggers and your suffering and all of the problems that you have in your world also creates the expansion through it. So everything that you're encountering that, that you judge and you all judge, that you judge as a problem, all of that stuff exists to inspire new creation. Eventually you will solve every problem. But as soon as you solve a problem, a new problem is going to spring forth. You, you see evidence of that all around you. You solve one problem and two or three more come around. That's because you're in a polarized environment. As long as you're in a physical environment, there's always going to be these preferences that your ego perceives as wanted and unwanted. So where we're guiding you to is to understand that the unwanted things may still be unwanted by you, but when you detune the fear and judgment around them, you see fewer of them. And when you do encounter them, you solve them with greater ease, thus moving higher and higher vibrationally. And, and you are all aware, th those of you that, that are listening to our words on a regular basis, that the more you practice what we are offering to you, the higher your vibration goes and the better your lives become every single time. Mm -hmm. And when you fall out of practice, then things begin to unravel a bit. That is not because we're some deity coming along, issuing an edict that you must do this. We are offering guidance rooted in universal law for the, 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 the minority at this time of humanity that is asking to be removed from the matrix. We have your ticket out and your ticket out is not about ascension in, 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 into the clouds. Your, your ticket out is to operate your lives as human beings in what you may call 3D reality in a very different way. And those of you that are beginning to practice this are seeing the results of it. And the results of it are well beyond the 3D version of what success is supposed to be. It can be that, but finding more joy in your everyday experience, not being triggered, not being down in the muck, no pile of money or, or shiny new object or other person is ever going to be able to match your own creation of that for yourselves. Nicole, do you have anything to, to ask? Um, I was going to say with, with what your stream was saying, with not being in the muck, that kind of ties into our next topic, which is the judgment. And I think that um, the conversation that I've been starting to have with more people is like, allow yourself to be triggered without the judgment and see what's there. And um, I guess I would ask like, when we bring in the judgment, do we just simply recognize we're being separated from source and then um, process that separation feeling? We will use your 
abortion debate as an example here, because okay. that, that is a, a hot topic in, in your, your current reality. There are certainly those on your planet that view that topic as any ending of a pregnancy is murder. You, you, are, you are ending a human life and no human should have the right in that opinion to end the, the life of, of that unborn being. And that is their belief system. They have likely absorbed that belief system from others around them. They have chosen to go down that path of belief. And for them, that is reality. While there are others that believe that the, the carrier of the unborn being has the ultimate sovereignty over their body and therefore has the ability to choose whether they wish to have the pregnancy experience or not. And that is their belief system. And for them, that is, that is right because it is their belief system. The, the reason that these problems don't get solved is because that on either side of that, no one is acknowledging that they're both right because they're operating in their own belief system. They're both correct because that is their reality that they're operating in. Yet they, they are coexisting in the same 3D space. So the path out of that is finding common ground. And on some topics, you can find common ground successfully and solve things. What you see happening in your environment as more and more human beings question the matrix. And when you question religion and you question government and you're questioning borders and you're questioning gender identity, you're questioning everything. You are questioning the matrix. The matrix is a powerful vibration that humanity has created for itself and thus will come on stronger to essentially fight for life. You begin to detune the matrix, the matrix is going to come back around and present something to be even more divided or more fearful about. And those that are not practicing moving out of the matrix with their operating system are defaulting into a belief system that they've absorbed naturally because they were born into it very often, or they've evolved through it, or they, or they have found their own path into a belief system and signed onto that belief system. It's a vibration. And believing that their belief system is the correct belief system and that the opposing or any other belief system in many cases is completely wrong. That common ground seems to be shrinking for humanity, but humanity has the power to expand that common ground. That's what we are offering with the practice of Taya, yeah. to remove fear, to remove judgment, to remove the rules, to remove the worship, all of the things that you are all expanding in your intelligence past the need for. There was a time that humanity's belief in, in an overlord and a ruling deity served the expansion of humanity. And for some, it still does. But by and large, that vibration has shifted. David was stating recently that he was raised in a Christian religion, but today's version of Christianity that he is experiencing is very different than what he was raised in. It has evolved. All things do. And it has evolved, it has evolved into something different because at your core, humanity is questioning the reality of a judgmental needing to be worshipped God or any deity. We are speaking to Christianity, but there are endless other versions of this. And in that questioning, these human beings are understanding that there's still value in the belief system, even if they're at their core, they don't really believe in the deity that it's supposedly based on.
They like the rules. The rules work for them. They're able to operate their lives by and large within the rule system. And there are mechanisms there that if they break the rules, they are forgiven. So it works. It's a very effective belief system to operate in. And when you start detuning the matrix, and those of you that have practiced Taya, those of you that have been following our teachings for a while, understand that when you start detuning those, those things, you can find yourselves feeling like you're out in the wilderness. <laughs> you are sort of out in this lonely territory because now you have this belief system that is 100% focused on you creating your own reality. And then your reality is not exactly what you want it to be. And you fall right back into the judgment of you then miscreating in your own reality. And thus you're drawing yourselves right back into the matrix because the matrix is about fear and judgment. So when you're judging your own journey here, I am a believer in, in the law of attraction and, and I am creating my reality and I accept that. And here I am not living in a mansion and driving a Bentley and flying on a private jet. What's wrong with me? But all of those things that are danced in front of you that are presented to you as sources of joy are an illusion of the matrix to begin with. There's nothing wrong with your experiencing or desiring to experiencing, experience them, but understand that the, that experience should be something that is a nice add-on to your all-day, everyday ability to operate in a state of joy and clarity Think of the, clarity, the, the joy that clarity delivers to you, that deep understanding of your purpose, the deep understanding of all of humanity that's available to all of you. If we understand that you listen to our words shared through David, essentially David's words shared from our consciousness to get this clarity. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. But that clarity exists within you also. So when you listen to our words as David shares, and they resonate highly, that is harmonizing with your own inner being. And when that harmony takes place, you receive clarity. But understand that state of clarity and that state of being so high on your spiral that you can genuinely appreciate all that is, you did not come to physical to be in that state all the time. Although you did come to physical to allow that state of being sometimes, as often as you really choose. And that's what we are offering to you as a trip up your spiral understanding and appreciating that polarity is going to drag you down sometimes. It's going to trigger you. But when it does trigger you, we are guiding you to fearlessly look at your trigger. What is this that is triggering me? There, there, there is no fear in the suffering because the suffering of it is all rooted in my judgment, 100% in my judgment and the demonization of it. This should not be Mm -hmm. Anytime you're thinking this should not be, you are judging and you are creating your suffering. So replace the this should not be with this is the experience that I'm having. That <laughs> time that I was in the abusive relationship, that time that I was homeless, that time that my business went belly up, that time that I got sued, that mm -hmm. time that my relationship fell apart, that time my child told me that she hated me. That was an experience. And the only reason that I suffer in the memory of those things is because I've been operating in this matrix that tells me that I shouldn't be experiencing that. But I look around and realize that every single human being that I'm aware of is experiencing things like that. All of them, even the ones that are plastered all over the covers of magazines as your most perfect beings, the, as soon as they have an experience like that, that's plastered all over the magazines. And, and you all love hearing it. 
because it confirms for you that they too are human, just like you. So when you, when you stop judging your past, the, the cleaning up of the judgment of your past gives you greater power to clean up the judgment in your now. There's such freedom in that that people don't even know about. And it's so great that we're even talking about it because that's where I feel like I am right now. And um, I was going to let Wendy, but that, that's huge. Thank you for sharing that. My question is for maybe a listeners who have just stumbled upon this. They have no idea what Thai is and they're listening to this and they're seeing, thinking, how am I supposed to appreciate and come to understanding, you know, I can only do that so only so so far. Yeah, I can maybe understand why, you know, I had a bad day, but how am I supposed to find clarity and you know appreciation for a child who is killed in a mass shooting? How am I supposed to wrap my head around that? And like, like I I I, I, I can't even wrap my head around this. Like, so what would you say to that person? Like a, in a super simplified way, step one. Step, step one is, is establishing a belief for yourself, understanding that your belief system is your own creation. Yeah. All of this, this talk of, well, that's not real. This isn't real. You're born and you die and that's it. That's a belief system as well. And you all operate on a belief system. You default into a belief system, no matter what. You, you, you can have the most clarity, be the, the most intellectual being on your planet, and you are going to default into a belief system. Very often, you will notice that the, the ones who are so intellectual, they go into such deep thought, very often find themselves in addiction because they have to, to, to quench that that. that level of deep thought because they they're not allowing themselves to be fully up to speed with everything they figured out about their own humanity and they turn to things like drugs and alcohol and food and sex addiction and things like that to to simply shut all that down because that level of clarity if the judgment is still present is is a lot to handle we are not going to say too much because again that is a belief system so when you are starting listening to our words, when you are starting a practice such as this, it's important to understand that that inkling that you all have, that you are something more than your singular lifetime that you're perceiving, that you're f- flesh and, and blood physical being, that you are that. And you truly don't have any evidence of that. It's just a knowing but your matrix teaches you to ignore your knowing, to ignore this, this inner knowing that you all have about right and wrong and to pay more attention to 3D. Don't pay attention to that inner voice. That's all in your imagination. You're just imagining that. But look around you. Look at all of the creation around you, specifically the human creation the buildings, the transportation, the technology, the devices that you're operating in in this very moment, that was imagination before it was a thing. All creation was imagination before it was a thing. So why is the matrix telling you that imagination is silly or bad or to be ignored? 
Not everyone believes that. And those that are creating all of these things don't worry about that and don't bother themselves with that. So therefore, you can use your imagination to create anything. So instead of this imaginary judgmental God that's going to damn you to hell unless you obey the rules, why not create a version of that that is eternal, that is part of you, that is more than the, the, the always temporary life experience that you're in? and then apply that outward to all of humanity. This is intellectual, head, heady stuff for some, but it's actually quite simplistic. The universal law is very simple. All of your creation occurs via your imagination. You, you, co you create with your imagination, you attract the, the 3D physical circumstances to populate your reality for you. And that point of attraction that you create for yourself is always impacted by polarity. That's it. That's the entire universe explained in a nutshell. Everything beyond that is an experience that you're perceiving. So if you start thinking of your lifetime and the lifetime of everyone that you're aware of around you as an experience that is being perceived that is always temporary, you can start to detune this fear of death. Because one of the mechanisms of the human creative matrix is the fear of death that is instilled in all of you. But what is one thing you, that you all know that you're bound to experience, you're bound to experience death. Mm -hmm. So right off the bat, your human creative matrix is taking your vibration down five to 10 points from your, your, your positive 20, very top of your spiral down to maybe a, a positive 10 or a positive five, or maybe even a little below that, just in the idea that there's something coming that is going to be bad, that you're going to die at some point. And you should fear it because you don't really know what's happening on the other side. And you don't in your, your human, your physical vehicle, your humanity, your ego, whatever you want to call it, you do not have full concrete awareness of what happens. And you're not going to because you're in this illusionary reality to begin with. It's always somebody else's account of what their experience was. But if you speak to several people that have had a near death, quote unquote, experience, they, they're all over the place. And notice that very often their experience is congruent with their belief system. The devout Christian will say they saw Jesus, they met God, they, they had a very Christian-like experience in, in, in near death. An atheist may say they experienced nothing, euphoria, they hallucinated. Somebody from a different belief system will have something that's very in alignment with that belief system. That's because you absolutely all create your own reality. And you're all individual strands of consciousness. So you did not come here to all agree. This, this very often sold by spiritual circles idea that you're all giving birth to this new earth where it's going to be utopia, where you're all going to agree about everything and there's going to be no problems anymore. That is all 100% matrix that is rooted in ego. Especially if you believe that you are giving birth to it. That, that is like a being coming along and saying that they are here to heal the planet. There is no singular being that, that has the power to heal anyone beyond themselves. Mm -hmm. Now, if somebody claims to be a healer with some tools and someone allows that healing, that co-creation of that experience is very real because of the belief system. The one who's being healed's belief system is doing the healing, but they've given their power to another, perhaps one that is guiding them into that belief system that facilitates the healing. And there is nothing wrong with any of this. The, 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 if, if we make no other point in this interaction, 
It's that there's nothing wrong from the universal perspective in any of it. So to get back to the answer of your question for someone who's brand new, we see all of you as the eternal strands of consciousness that you are. We are not judging how you operate your life experience. We are not judging the length of years that, that, you, that you operate in it. We're not judging your, your cho chosen point of exit. And, and every point of exit is always a vibrational alignment choice, meaning every point of exit is, is the end of that journey that that human created for themselves. And that's where this message loses many of you, because that's where that fear of death trigger kicks back in. And you hearken back to the last school shooting where children were killed, innocent children, and you stop yourself from exploring it any further by saying they would have not chosen that. Mm. We are not here to tell you that any of those children are dreaming of being shot in a school shooting and, and, and ending their experience that way. They are not. But the universe does not judge the experience. And when the child is already fearful of such things, when the child is going to a locked down school to begin with, with armed guards, knowing that these things happen, that expands that vibration. And then when humanity looks upon it in nothing but judgment without then moving to authentic solutions, then it just keeps growing. It keeps expanding. You are all keeping it alive in your judgment of it. Your news media, which is a tool of the matrix, is dancing it out in front of you. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. Be afraid. Be judgmental. Go get into your corners and argue about this. Instead of finding common ground and solving, instead of allowing yourselves to delve into what causes this, and your human world is far more complex than the energetic realm. So you have the complexity of a dominant vibration that allows this combustible experience to be co-created by multiple people, driven by fear and judgment. And you have the, the, the shooter that is also driven by fear and judgment, judgment of themselves, very often seeing images of others, believing in their, their immature ego that they are supposed to be something that they're not and that the world has done this to them and they're a victim. And the only way they can quell their pain is to make others suffer the way they are suffering. And then you have the tools available to them. So you've created the perfect storm. And that's why we say that everyone is, is accurate. It is what you might label a mental illness issue because it is a low vibrational issue of one that's holding themselves in a low vibrational state of being. And it's also contributed to via the fear that is placed in the, in the system. This is happening to others and it's, it may happen to you. You better watch out. And it's difficult for human beings to, to fathom that you could have 19 or 23 or eight or, or whatever it is, beings or 150 on an airplane for that matter, all come together in one combustible end of human journey experience. But you can, you absolutely can. That co-creation that we speak of all the time works exactly that way. That you're, you're all marching toward a vibrational event. The good news that we have to offer you is that when you begin doing work to detune your triggers, detune judgment, detune fear, and thus raise your default vibration, many magical things happen. One is that you don't find yourselves in the paths of things such as that as often. 
Another is that you also detune the fear of death itself. You, you come full circle to terms with that. If your journey is to, in a low vibrational state, find yourself caught in an airplane crash or a mass shooting, then that's your human journey. And you absolutely can find a place where you're so at peace with that, you're not worrying about it anymore. Thus, you're, you're far less likely to create anything like that. You're imagining the scenario as not a big deal, not such a big deal as you used to think it was, because you are seeing yourselves as eternal strands of consciousness, having what is always going to be a temporary human experience. Always. You were guaranteed that there is a beginning, middle, and an end to any physical environment. And you absolutely know that about your human experience. But this idea that it's supposed to be 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, 100 plus years, that is just a belief system in the matrix. And notice how that's evolved over time. You're not necessarily any healthier than you were before as, as, as physical beings. You've introduced several things to your environment that your physical vehicles are not yet up to speed with fully, yet you are living a longer lifespan, certainly than a few hundred years ago even. Yeah. So here that belief system has shifted. There was a time that the concept of a 13-year-old girl getting married and starting a family was widely accepted. That is demonized now. And, and, and we are not here to judge any of that. We are simply pointing out that humanity's collective consciousness has this moving target of beliefs that is always evolving. How long you're supposed to live, how you're supposed to live, how you're supposed to be in accordance to your gender or your race or your nationality or any of those things. These things are always evolving for all of you because they're your belief system. So if you've got something that triggers you, if school shootings trigger you, move into the belief system that everyone who's involved in these things are eternal beings here living out their human experience that was always supposed to have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and that you absolutely are capable of moving toward a place with some work that you can begin to detune fear and judgment on such a level that you can start to appreciate things on a level that your matrix tells you you are never to appreciate. And when you do, the gift of all of that is such great clarity that you operate in the joy, clarity, and abundance of source in your life all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that 100% because um, I, just what you're sharing, like I have so much to digest after this, especially with what Wendy brought up with, um, well, and I think the stream did too with the abortions and the shootings, like finding appreciation and what's the shame in it, the collective shame of both of those incidences that keep repeating themselves and the limitations that and fear that people feel being put in those boxes. Like I can see women having such a shame about the having an abortion that they're taking their right away from themselves. We have been asked, and in, in, in early on, we were asked very often how, uh, what our opinion was of things. And, and those of you that listen for a while understand that we are not of judgment, so, so we do not have an opinion of things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, what you call conception, there is consciousness present or there would not be conception. And that consciousness being is projecting in to have a human experience of chance, and that chance could be never making it out of the womb one way or another. That chance could be being born into abusive parents. That chance could be being born into po poverty, starvation, genocide, all sorts of things. 
from a soul consciousness perspective, that chance is the, the thrill and exhilaration of the human or any physical experience. And understand that when we say that we view you as eternal strands of consciousness, we view you as the, the eternal beings that you truly are, that you are expressing yourselves in infinite physical environments. But as a human being, your, your ego pulls your focus, draws your focus into the earth environment, and you perceive yourselves as this singular strand of consciousness, having this singular experience. Even if you believe in reincarnation, or even if you believe that your soul goes to heaven and to live in per, or exist in perfection for eternity, you still don't know that. It's a belief system that you're, you're buying into or assigning yourselves to. So all you know is your human journey. But what we are offering is tools for you to pull into your human journey to operate it on such a level that the, the game of chance that your human journey is becomes one that's fun. Living every day in joy, clarity, and abundance, allowing this, as David has described it recently, this magic carpet ride to be your almost daily experience, understanding that polarity is going to pull you out of it from time to time and offer up some contrast so that you can see what else is in your vibrational basement that you may want to look at. And the more you detune those things, your high, the higher your vibration goes, the more awakened, so to speak, you become, and the more magical your lives become. And that can be your human journey. And when you're at that level of satisfaction in your now, you are no longer needing all those extra decades to get it right. Mm -hmm. We have shared quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And as always, we, we, we guide you, if you are intrigued by this, to listen a few times because there's a lot of information shared in very few words. With much love, that is what we have. This episode doesn't have to end here. You can join us over on Patreon for the roundtable discussion of everything the stream shared today and how to apply it in your life. Join us at patreon.com forward slash the stream of David. I hope to see you over there.